Hello and welcome to Serrated Edge. Today I am going to be reading The Four-Fingered Man uh, by Sir Bruce Jones. I hope you enjoy it. Dad! Amelia yelled out the door. Can you help me? What is it? I want to take this picture down. I don't like it in my room. Amelia heard Dad's footsteps on the staircase outside. She took a deep breath and looked around her new bedroom, cluttered with all her half-unpacked bags and the, bo- and the boxes with her name on them. The room was more than twice as big as her old one, with a big bay window that jutted out over the hotel grounds like the boat, with, like the bow of a boat. The window had a seat built into it, and when she sat there, she could see over one side of the headland, the bush, and out to the sea beyond. With enough cushions, it would be like sitting in a cloud. Her old bed was on the other side of the room. In the far corner, Dad had shoved the original bed against the wall, an antique four-poster bed with carved columns and faded pink and green curtains, but no mattress. Dad had promised that they would get a new mattress for for it and wash the curtain so Amelia could use it. When we are settled, Mom had added, whatever that meant. Anyway, it was a good room, and it had the potential to be a great room. The only thing Amelia didn't like was the giant old portrait on the wall. It was of a lady in old-fashioned clothes who somehow managed to look kind and gentle and vaguely sinister at the same time. The place um, had felt much worse last night. The hotel was okay in the daytime, with the sun pouring in through the windows and birds singing like everything was right in the world. In the dark, though, the room filled with unfamiliar shadows. The the hotel had been a freaky place, a very freaky place indeed. Last night, Amelia had lain awake in bed for hours, listening to things gnawing in the walls and wild animals fighting in the ceilings. To tell the truth, she'd kept the night, the light on all night. Ah, said Dad, appearing in the doorway. Matilda swerving through. Thorpe. (laughs) Who? said Amelia. Her, Dad said, pointing at the painting. She was the original owner of this place, back before it was a hotel. Oh, said Amelia. She looks ancient. She didn't, uh, die here or anything, did she? Like, in this room? Not that she believed in ghosts. What? Oh, no, she definitely didn't die here. There's something odd about the way Dad said that. Amelia asks, Ask, definitely not here? Why? Where did she die? Well, that's kind of a funny story, actually. Dad said. He kept his back to her and heaved the painting off the wall, leaving behind a rectangle of wallpaper that was still fresh and colorful compared to the rest of the walls. A couple of dried out eucalyptus leaves fell fell away and fluttered to the ground. It turns out no one's quite sure what happened to Matilda. She seems to have gone missing. 
missing something like that? Who didn't see how that was funny at all? What do you mean? But then a mo- but then another mystery pulled her attention. As Dad set the picture down on the floor, Amelia saw that he had also uncovered a small metal door set into the wall. It had been hidden behind the painting, just like a safe in a cartoon. Ooh, look, Dad said. Said Dad, we might have treasure in here. He tried the handle. Locked, of course. I wonder if we can find the combination. I'll ask Tom. No, Amelia blurted. Dad looked at Dad looked at her curiously. You don't want me to ask Tom? Amelia winced. She didn't want to be rude, but she didn't trust Tom. You couldn't exactly blame someone for having an eye patch or a missing finger or walking with a limp or for being really old or having good gold teeth. And Amelia knew you should never judge people by how they looked. But, well, sorry, but Tom was just creepy. Um, she stalled. I need to get my room sorted out first. I I guess the door can wait. Wait until Dad forgot about asking Tom, that is. Alright, Dad said. Said Dad. Seat yourself. He hefted the portrait in both hands. Grunting under the weight of the painting, Dad shuffled sideways out of the room. Amelia shivered and went back to her bed. Outside, it was a perfect day. Too good to be stuck in here, really, no matter how how much good unpacking unpacking mom wanted her to get through. Amelia was feeling a bit flat since Charlie had left. She wasn't the sort of kid who made friends that easily. Back home, she'd always needed a while to get to warm up and get comfortable with people before she could relax and just hang out. But here, where everything around her was a combination of old, dirty, broken and spooky charlie had been the only part that looked cheerful and uncomplicated she lay back on her bed and gazed at the cobwebs on the ceiling wishing she could go to sleep and let the rest of the day pass by with without her it was so quiet here no traffic no sounds of construction sites or kids yelling at the skate park nothing but the dull wash of the surf on the cliffs below and the buzzing of a fly against the window and a creak of wooden floorboards. She she sat up in bed, her heart hammering. She peered out of the window in time to see a dark shape emerge from under the far end of the Verdana. It was Tom. She watched him limp down the stairs, then cross the lawn, heading down the hill towards those dark, towering trees. Amelia had seen him come and go a few times already today. She was surprised he hadn't worn a path as he hurried back and forth. He never seemed to stay long at the hotel. Once once he was carrying a box draped in an old sack. Once he talked in quiet tones to Mom. And a couple of other times, Amelia only saw him as he was leaving. But no matter how many times Amelia saw him, the uneasy hatred in her stomach never wore off. Tom had said his cottage was hidden back there among the trees somewhere, so it made sense he was going in that direction. It had even made sense that he would have been hanging around the hotel. That was his, that was his job, after all, right? 
Something in the way Tom kept appearing and disappearing, always in a hurry, made Amelia nervous. She slid off her bed and tiptoed to the bay window. She held her breath, although there was no way Tom could hear her from all the way down there. No way at all. Which was why she let out a little scream of surprise when he suddenly looked back over his shoulder and stared up at the window straight into her eyes. Amelia dropped to the floor and lay crouched beside the window seat, panting in shock and fear. How had he known she was there? And worse, had she just made an enemy of him? She was still lying there, shaking when Dad walked back in. Amelia, I... Where are you? Oh, hello, you funny thing. What, What are you doing down there? I, um... I, Amelia sat up and tried to slow her breathing. Dad, she came to a decision. Dad, I just saw Tom out of my window. He'd been at the hotel and he was rushing away and he looked at me. Dad took a step back. He looked at, he looked at you. What, what do you mean? When? Just then, out the window. You mean you were up there? You were up here and he was down there and he looked at you. Yes, while you were looking at him. Yes. Okay, Dad laughed. Well, as Gran used to say, a cat can look at a king. Now about your other crisis. Those wild animals you heard in the roof last night. Look, he held up a box of rat poison and a massive trap. Ta-da! Ew, Dad, in my room. Somehow, when Dad sorted things out for Amelia, she usually felt worse. Amelia's stomach's was starting to growl for dinner when the doorbell chimed brightly. Maybe Tom had actually done a real job and fetched batteries for them. Amelia pushed aside the box he was sorting through and went out to the rail that ran around the upper gallery overlooking the lobby and front doors. Mom was smoothing down her shirt as she walked to answer the door. Is it pizza? Amelia called. Mom jumped slightly, then grinned up at Amelia. No, our first guest. But... Mom put a finger to her lips. Shh. Amelia had been about to say, But we're not open yet. Fair enough if Mom didn't want the guests to hear that, although it it wouldn't take them very long to figure it out. There's still cobwebs dangling from all the lights. And dust bunnies the size of actual bunnies under all the furniture. Mom opened the door with a flourish. Welcome to Gateway Hotel. A tall woman dressed in shimmering purple and green robes stepped into the lobby, peering anxiously from side to side as though nearsighted. Hopefully she wouldn't notice the mess then. Her head was covered with an intricately patterned scarf, and Amelia saw chunky beads of different colors flashing at her neck and wrist. Wow, who was this woman? She reminded Amelia of a movie star or a princess, and not a boring actual princess, but a fairy tale princess. Someone who belonged in a castle with a moat. Amelia leaned out farther over the railing, and the woodwork let out a creak. Downstairs, the woman flinched and looked up, looked up towards Amelia with an expression that seemed terrified. She squinted, and then, when she realized Amelia was just a kid, the woman took a breath and smiled. An incredibly fake smile. 
She was clearly freaking out. Mum smiled very warmly and said, You must be Elizabeth Hardman. I'm Sky, the manager here. Can I help you with your luggage? Miss Hardman pulled back in alarm and clutched to her chest the only piece of luggage luggage she had an old-fashioned leather case about the size of a bowling bag no mom just kept smiling totally relaxed of course well let me show you your room we're in quite a mess as you can see but i assure you miss ardman mom kept quietly talking on saying nothing much but in such a friendly soothing tone that miss ardman began to calm down please call me liz amelia heard the guests say and was remind and she was reminded again what an awesome diplomat mom must have been mom let led miss ardman right up the right hand stairs past lady naomi's room and so far down the corridor that amelia could no longer see them she was just turning to go back to her own room when she saw them that the main door downstairs was ajar. Had Mom left it like that? Amelia tried to remember whether it, it had been closed after Miss Ardman came in. She was about to go downstairs to close it herself when something moved in the darkness outside the door. What she had assumed to be the black of the night sky was actually a shadow. No, a shape. Somebody was out there, their whole body pressed into the gap in the door. The door eased open a little wider and a face pushed through. Looking up the stairs as if trying to see where Mom and Miss Ardman had gone, Amelia saw his jaw clench, his brow furrow, and he stared as he stared after Miss Ardman with strange intensity. It was Tom. That's all for now. Hope you liked this. I hope you liked um, the book. Well, we're not done, but I hope you liked the chapter. Um, yeah. That's all for now. We hope you liked this episode of Serrated Edge. This episode was um, produced, as always, by me, Gavin Snyder. Um, and it was also narrated by me, Gavin Snyder. Man, the credits get tiring sometimes. Just saying the same thing over and over. Oh, well. If you would like to support Serrated Edge, please subscribe um, wherever you listen. Um... You can also um, tell a friend about us, make a poster, or send in a um, recording so we can feature it in a future episode. Um, the link to the voice message will be in the show notes. Thanks.